the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. All right, Macbeth, listen, let's contact that Batman guy, the guy with the Batman voice. I want him to throw in meteorologist as well. Did you hear me on Joe Walsh's show on Friday? Did I tell you that this hurricane would make a right turn and not screw up my trip to Southwest Florida? I told you, baby. And just like clockwork, guess what? Dorian's making a hard right. Right turn, Clyde. You did call it. Right turn, Clyde. See, and I'm getting. I'm going to catch my plane tomorrow morning, and everything is going to be wonderful. I'm going to get a couple sales. Everything's everybody's going to be happy. But I have to tell you, it was a little early tonight. Um, I got, you know, as you know, the, we, we lighten the load of the nest. One kid in college, the other one went away with her friends, me and the old lady. Right? Go for a little something to eat early. Got some time to kill. So I come here and I'm driving around and, you know, it's no fun if you're not uh, in the garage. I smoke my cigar. You smoke your cigarette. We talk off air with a couple swear words. So I knew you weren't going to be here. So I uh, went to go drive around a little bit in the area. A couple of things I noticed. First of all, there's a beautiful little town. Be- I mean, and I'm talking about beautiful, right? The train goes through it, million little old-fashioned stores. Couldn't help but notice the amount of buildings for sale and empty stores. That's number one. So I mosey on down because... Minor detail. Like all men, I'm a car guy, right? Who, who doesn't love cars? And the one thing about this area, there is an abundance of auto dealers. Did you notice that? Yes, there are. You know, you drive down uh, 72, which is Thorndale. It changes from here to there. I don't know. Easy now. My, my mic literally fell out of the stand. Yeah, so sure. Let me, uh, let me uh, fix My this. money is there's hot sauce on it, and you were licking it again. Isn't 72 anyway, Higgins? It's, it's, is it Higgins? It's or Higgins, Thorndale? I believe. I don't know. What changes? Yeah. Whatever the case is. Anyway, there's a, a Ram Jeep dealer, right? So, of course, you know, you look at the stuff, and they got the new Jeep. I figure I'd lease one maybe or buy one, and when I'm in Florida, let my kid drive it around or whatever. So I go, look, you know how much money these Jeeps are? Did you, have, have you looked at them? You know, I'm talking about the old Jeeps. In, in my personal opinion, too much? Well, they're like, the, you know, I'm talking about the Dukes of Hazard Jeeps, the old Wranglers. Yeah, the old used ones. Yeah. Come on, you can't tell CJ the difference between a new one and a 30-year-old one. Right, which I well, guess. Well, you can now because they're made by Fiat now, so they're they're sort of. Dude, they're forty two grand. They look like little monobody. Forty two yeah. grand without leather. Yeah. Okay? So I said, this is ridiculous. I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong. They're, okay, I get it, for, especially because I got a girl. It'd be great for her. Anyway, I they got the pickup trucks, Ram. All right, which is really a Chrysler. I mean, I know, and I'm they're looking, all Chryslers. looking at this thing. There's plastic all over. Now I'm giving you my opinion. I don't know whether they're doing where it rates or how they bought their rating. I don't care. Sure. I'm looking at this thing. I see it just looks like junk to me. 
and I look at the 1500 which is nice with the leather. And I go and look at the price tag. Guess how much for a 1500 Just guess. With, with some decent options, probably about $45,000. $60,000. So that must have been a little bit loaded up. 60000 Now next to it. Now the, now the 1500s the baby. Yeah, I know. That's so the smallest one. That's what I'm telling you. Right. Next to it is the 3500 Sure. All beefed up, right? Yeah, you know. Guess how much this bad Still boy probably is. probably got a V6 diesel, but whatever. $75,000. Yeah, I'm surprised it's that low. But there's no inflation. There's absolutely no inflation. So let's go over it. Healthcare prices, roughly 400% increase in nine years. Right? Property taxes, especially in this crime-ridden run state, where, by the way, if you caught Flannery fired up, you really better sell your house. Anyway, uh, <laughs> taxes through the roof, property values down. Yeah. I mean, even in the good neighborhoods, that's why Hinsdale looks like it's a, some sort of a, an advertising for the various real estate companies in the local area. Uh, I can't help but no, no inflation. Huh? Right. What exactly are we calling that? What is that? When a ram made by UAW workers with stains on their shirt is 75K. Is that inflation? No wonder it's 0% for a thousand months. You've got to be out of your mind. Talk about hiding facts and data. It's like all day long I'm inundated. I'm watching all the nonsense about the tit-for-tat, Smoot-Hawley process of Democrat-run tariffs. Well, these are got to be very patriotic. I mean, it's it's degenerated so far as the, where we're, I'm arguing about sports logos. Like, I give a rip. By the way, here's a new, a new rule. I want to add a tariff, too. Okay? It's called grown men in sports jerseys. Because if you're over 20 and you're wearing a, a sports jersey, I, I support the team and all licensing fees and all that. I say that shirt's $5,000. You and guys with toupees. Because you're asking the rest of us to pretend it's normal for men to walk around with things, costumes, and nonsense on their head. Not normal. Let's have a tariff for stupidity. I think that'll straighten out a lot of things. We could take whatever excess money there is, throw it right on the national debt. What do you say about that? I say it's a winner. And that's just to get the day before I get here. Start the day by turning on Mike Wallace's kid, bring your daughter to school day, Chris Wallace, and he's got on that big picture of union extortion labor. The guy who looks like, I don't I, I mean, really, he's the reason they got portly suits. Trumpka. Trumpka's on there, the picture of American sloth. There he is, all stuffed into his costume, preaching that Che Guevara socialism nonsense. And I'm listening to the words. And I'm listening to what he supports. And wouldn't you know it, he supports the exact same thing as Donald Trump, Peter Navarro, and Liza Minnelli, Steve Mnuchin. They all support the same protectionist policies that force people to only have one option of union-made BS. And I'm thinking to myself, is there a guy out there who actually says, you know, I think this Dodge, this Ram, whatever it is, Chrysler product made in a UAW plant where the worker gets 17 breaks, can never be fired no matter how many times he comes in drunk from the forest preserve across the street. A product that is constantly known amongst the world as inferior. No wonder there should be a tariff on a foreign-made truck. And it goes all the way back to when I was filling in for Joe Walsh. 
and there was that young kid, nice looking kid, young. He was a, you know, a typical Trump guy, right? I, don't, I mind my own business. I don't say nothing to nobody. We're switching over to microphones. And he goes, you know, I've been listening to the show and I can't help but notice. I think you have a problem with uh, tariffs. Yeah. I got a big problem, large. He says, what do you mean? You don't think that uh, tariffs are good for the American consumer? And I guess if, if, if by steering the American consumer into really bad products at extremely high prices due to fraudulent labor costs, you mean good for them? Then and you're a winner. I guess it's good for him. Hey, so I've been screening your calls and haven't been paying attention, but just in case I'm on topic, here's this. The latest salvo in President Trump's trade war, a new round of tariffs go into effect at midnight. There'll be a 15% tariff on $112 billion of Chinese goods. Consumers can expect to feel the impact on everything from milk to diapers to sports equipment. The nation's largest bank, J.P. Morgan Chase, says it could cost the average American $1,000 a year. Now, my household buys milk and uh, diapers, but not... Not sports equipment, so I think I'm okay. I don't know what I hear out of that whole sentence that makes my head want to blow up more, except that J.P. Morgan, every time I hear their name, I think about the financial skullduggery that's been going on since World War I, right. those rat sons of guns, and I clean that way up. And, um, you know, I, I, I get this on Twitter a lot and my Facebook when people go, what's wrong with you? Don't you want American products? Let me tell you something. I, unlike you, have always chosen what I wanted to buy. And if I made a choice and a decision to buy the more expensive one, knowing full well that a generic one was the same thing at less cost. I made that decision. What is that thing down there? An Avalon? Yeah. All right. So people will call that a Japanese car. Mm-hmm. I would venture to guess, and I might be off on this, but I would venture to guess that your Avalon is probably more uh, U.S. sourced and U.S. It's made in Ohio. Yeah. And U.S. assembled than, yeah. than most. Chevy's and at and the time of making the choice, that was a factor, believe it or not. I believe it, yeah. That was a factor. I could have bought the other one. Yeah. But I said, you know what? Let me. I love it. I got and nothing was, against Canada, but I, I don't two kids, necessarily need their truck. Two kids, the thing was like nine grand less than the same car with an L on it. It was, it was li- literally right. nine grand less. I'm like, I'll take it. You know, whatever. And yeah, I, I, that's, that's the one thing I made about, that decision uh, years ago. I used to drive the Acura, wonderful car, but the same thing. It's, it's a Honda. It's yeah. a Honda, same thing. But I liked it. It was all dialed up. I had the right. gold. Infinity's a Nissan, Lincoln's a Ford. Yeah. But, um. You know, and I come from a, a family. My grandfather was the number two Delco distributor in Illinois. Number two. You know, we were talking about that last week. My grandpa was a Delco engineer. And, and you know, I, I remember all the Mickey Mouse. And that's the choice to make. But it is always about advocating for the freedom of the person to make it. I, I am so uncomfortable. And the, the reality is these Trump guys sound so much like, what's his name? Tumpka? Tumpka? Trumpka. Whatever. Yeah, the uh, CIO, AFL-CIO guy? AFL-CIO yeah. guy. He looks like the guy that hung around with the Cisco kid. Oh, he's he looks running like, around. Uh, he looks like Pritzker with a, with a, oh, like a spy, an old school spy crazy. disguise on it. If Pritzker worked out for six months, he couldn't look like Trumpka. <laughs> no. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after this. 312-642-5600. If you're on the line, I'll take the calls. Sean from Elmwood Park. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody so here it is again, just like when I did Joe Walsh's show, all the tweets and all the Facebook. Why, why take it easy on him? Listen, there's no question you vote for the big guy. There's no question you vote for Donnie over these socialists. What's what's the practical alternative at this point? I, I'm, I'm ripping Trumpka. And just trying to show you the similarities between Trump and Trumpka, 
are a lot more similar than between Trump and Melania. They're very close, Trump and Trump Ka. Well, I would say that Trump and his wife have probably very few things in common. At least oh, what are you talking at, about? At face they value. both think he's great. Don't be silly. All right. John, thanks for calling the show. They both think he's great. <laughs> How are you? Hey, I'm good, Sean. Hey, listen, uh, remember uh, when I was complimenting you last week? I was, I was, I was arguing with my uh, union member brother, uh, how can anyone in a union be exceptional? And we were actually talking about trucks. And uh, for years and years, the Ford F-150 was, was phenomenal. And, uh, and, and then my, but my brother's a GM guy, so he liked the Silverado. But he was telling me, he was telling me the, the Ram right now is, is one of the best-made trucks out there, and it's the easiest to fix. But then I said, well, what about the Tundra? And he said, well, the Tundra is fantastic, but it's, it's 50000 and and all the steels like double the thickness and more durable <laughs> they, and more sturdy. So I, I have to say, point. I've driven the new Tundra, and the handling is, is not good unless you have some weight. Well, you got enough for the well, truck. Well, you got that. Yeah, here's the thing, too, Jen. Um, I've, I only buy Toyota products for a while now. Um, but that's not the, it, it, the personal choice. And this, it was like that radio host told me, don't you think that the American tariffs are good for the American people? And he specifically, when, I, when he saw the reaction in my face, he specifically mentioned the hidden one in the chicken loft for 55 years for the American pickup truck. And you know what? My old man was a union bricklayer. And he would have been a lot better at his job if his Ford F-150 wasn't broken down all the time. So my point is, you know, what you do to society, what you do to, to the trajectory of America when you steal value from the consumer is that you take it away. You lower that trajectory and you think about how much better off we all would be if we got to make the decisions. Now, listen, if you work for Ford and you want to buy a Ford F-150, God bless you. I'm all for it. I don't like hidden controls in society and I don't like yeah. the overt ones. That the Democrats want to do. And if we cannot watch a, an episode, if you get a chance, watch Chris Wallace today, listen to Trumpka and change his name. And he sounds like Trump. Listen to the similarities between what is the modern day supporter. I mean, they so much so is they're even bastardizing globalism. I've got this imbecile. Thank God I can block him on Twitter. And it, it constantly with the globalist, his globalist paymasters. So the economic illiteracy in America today is why we're here. I always used to say, you know what ruins politicians or ruins elections? Dumb people. The fact that we can allow idiots and welfare recipients to vote for their own agenda, stealing from the man who is fully aware of the consequences of these votes, shows you why we're on a downward spiral. I think you could apply that hey, to pretty John? much anything. Yeah, yeah John. You, you, you know who liked uh, globalism as well? Ronald Reagan. Our buddy Obama. Yeah. Well, it, but, but everybody has their own definition of it. You know, what is globalism? It's free market, businessman to businessman. Is that globalism? And if, if not, why would you take that away from the men making the decisions of business? You know what a businessman is? That's the guy we should be admiring in this world. What do you mean a guy gets an idea of selling a widget and instead of figuring out the costs of whether he wants to make it here, make it here and import it, whatever he wants to do. Why would some beady eyed fundraising politician have the right to take away his 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 risk, his option and his investment? 
You destroy the very guys who are the economy. And that's why these people become gods. And you know what's funny, too, is if you watch what they have to say, they all are selling a different version of collectivism. This is what we're really fighting. So when they say globalist, I say collectivist because that's what they're advocating. They want to be slaves to politicians. That's the only person who would ever fight against freedom is somebody who has a vested interest in being represented by a taskmaster. And that's what the problem is. Politicians. That's where Republicans and Democrats just pick your favorite slave master. Yep. So, John, you know how much I appreciate you listening and calling. I do. Thank you very much. Thank you. And this is the part where what tips you off when you're talking in the same vein of a policy of a macroeconomic policy like trade. And you say, hmm, that sounds a lot like Bernie Sanders. Or when you're talking about banking and the control by central government over it and the Federal Reserve, and you say, hmm, that sounds a lot like Elizabeth Warren. Now, given the choices between our guy, Big Donnie, and High Bones Chuck Connors, Elizabeth Warren, I'm going to pick Donnie. I get it. There's no argument there. However, your obligation is to stand up for the, the policies that stoke the torch of freedom. Whether you argue the day of the election, you vote for Trump, and then you argue the night of it. I'm not suggesting the alternative. And by the way, anybody who does suggest that, that the alternative to Trump is, is voting for a Democrat and let's cannonball this thing quick, those are people of very short-sighted. Those are people who do not understand what they're actually advocating for. There are some nosedives you can never pull up from. Obamacare is the prime example, which is why I fought so vehemently against it and continue to do so. And you are living the ramifications of that seizure of your freedom. Obamacare, whether you the policy and the righteousness and the uninsured and the overinsured, all the BS, it was a seizure of your freedom over your own life. In the same way, having government blockade us from economic transactions is a seizure from your liberty and your freedom. Who gets to decide what's junk and not junk and value and not value? Nobody. You do. I'm reading a post uh, uh, when I go to go to break and I pull up everything. And um, we have a wonderful woman. She came in and she's always advocating for charities. And her name is Gayla. I don't want to embarrass her. But uh, her name is Gayla. And she's, she was at an event. Again, another fundraiser, charity. And a neighbor walks up and... You know, I'm a Democrat. I could speak in complete senses. And, you know, she was offended by that. And he walks away. And, and really the thing to say is, why do you feel from your house next door, you have the right to control anything that goes on in my house? And if that were the philosophy of all of us, you wouldn't even be toying with the idea that politicians were able to put these blockades of value and choices before us. It's amazing to me how quiet so-called conservatives are as their rights and freedoms are being controlled. But you know what sums it up is the, is the, is the reaction by conservatives when they're victims and they blame big tech. That, that right there is an argument that shows you there is no footing, there is no principle, and there are no standards. It's just who gets to control the strongmen in America today. That's, that's all we're really discussing. It isn't the fact that you don't want a strongman you just want your strong man. And that's something that I think is crucially important to understand. And that's how you get pulled off into these, these, these moronic rally cries where you're just cheering for somebody and you're not looking at what they're doing. So once again, for all the slow people out there, yes, in 2020, you got to vote for Donnie. 
Okay. But up until then, and right after then, you better argue against these Democrat policies that are actually put in by Democrats. So don't sit there and say you hate Democrats when the guys who are controlling your macro economy are, in fact, Democrats. Peter Navarro and Steve Mnuchin slash Liza Minnelli. Long, lifelong Democrats. So I think that's important to understand. What do you think, Macbeth? Uh, I think you're right, and I've also been paying attention to other things. So oh, Once again, okay, good. You're, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong about the union. Jim, thanks for calling the show. How are you? Hey, man, how are you? Wonderful. I'm calling from a remote location in Honduras with my Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Having a beer, and also... Yeah, go ahead, Epstein. Who else is in the room, Epstein? Tell us who else you got prancing around. Boy. Uh-huh. Uh, I have my little dog. His name is yeah. uh, Deuce. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> with the peanut butter anyway, breath. Go ahead. That was my daughter's birthday last night. So anyway... Nice try, Sean. Um, a lady that we could talk about who wants to defeat Durbin, her name is Peggy Hubbard. Mm-hmm. You should have her on your show. Uh, everybody's a program director now. Huh? Why? 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 Why should I have her on the show? <laughs> Well, because on your show, because you know what? She's a Navy veteran, and she'll chew up Durbin like nobody's business. So you, People like Durbin is part of the problem. We have problems. Here's how radio works. When I think of our show, I think Navy veterans and people who will chew up Durbin. <laughs> well, well, whenever Jim's on the phone. yeah. Um, here's the other thing. Well, well listen, you're talking you, about the same old you stuff. You have to you know, offer when Durbin you, is a problem. When, oh, it absolutely is. And he's one that's here to stay. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to pretend that this lady has a chance. She doesn't. It's over with. The system is over with. That's why you have to. Illinois is a welfare state. Now, can Congress people, the best one who's got a, a chance is Jeannie Ives. She's the best one who's got a shot because those suburban voters are the ones that actually feel the pain. The city, the city dwellers are the ones who apply the pain. It's just too bad that uh, there's too many in the scam than out of the scam. I'm Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour. I almost said Joe Walsh. I'm taking it. Somewhere. Shame on you. I know. All right. We'll be back after this. Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. Not sure how many gunmen, not sure how many people have been shot, don't know how many people have been killed, the condition of those who have survived, don't know what the motivation is, do not yet know the firearms that were used or how they acquired them. But we do know this is up. I'll tell you what, the idea that uh, these children are taken seriously is moron. And the rest of the crew. Oh, it's the guy with $1,000 a month. How about Beto O'Rourke? You know, by, I, by the children, do you mean Beto? Or I, do you I mean, mean the kids that I were mean, standing in front of him as he dropped the F-bomb? Oh, could you imagine being a dad and this is the guy, you know, I got this guy saying this in front of my kid. You know, like these are kids' kids. They were, uh, yeah, uh, I believe they were ninth and 10th graders. Oh, come on. I gotta, oh, is that cool? And it was, and it was Look somebody else's event. Look at the guy running for event. president can say the big F word. What's interesting is if you now watch, watch the video. watch your father knock his teeth out. If you watch the video of that, uh-huh. you can see in the background that he's standing in front of. It's somebody else running for delegate, whatever that means. So it's somebody else's event at this place. And he's and he's just getting up and he, he, he went on for like three more minutes. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. Now, you know what's more embarrassing? Not that there's idiots like this. In fact, they're, normally they're on Twitter. I get them all the time. <laughs> we were just dealing um, with one a minute ago. The fact is that uh, there are people that look at that idiot and say, yeah, that's my kind of guy. Yeah, And right. these, these people, their vote 
negates yours well, after so- you spend all this time, all this uh, this attention. Right. And you realize, you know, at a certain point, you, you're going to have to realize that idiots are the ones electing presidents. And what what's funny is, to me anyway, right, he's banking on the whole Trump, Jesse Ventura, the off the cuff, the guy with no filter, right? He's trying to endear himself to people who want that non-practiced. But if you listen to that, we don't know this. We don't know this. We don't know this. What we do know, it's effed up. It's just uh, it, that's so contrived of course that it, it doesn't even hit that nail. And I, I encounter this whenever you're dealing with the specific candidates, the Democrats, and you know, obviously they're all children. But um, the the support, well, except Biden, he's a creepy old man. Well, the, but the support given to them is so irrational, so unhinged from any. What's well, emotionally actual based. thoughts or principles, right? That it's it's it would be funny if it didn't just control our society. It would be funny if the stakes weren't so high. Yeah. You know, I, I, I had a couple callers last week and I, it's amazing when you see where the strength is for the for the individual people. And I encountered this in, in, in over the weekend, the support for Beto O'Rourke and Pete Buttigieg to me are so unfounded in anything based in principle it's all emotion and it's all a, a, an agenda of some sort of social activism. And when you ask even them, what is it that you like about him? Other than characteristics, they got nothing. They got nothing. And the idea that somebody would look at these children, children, and say, you know what? You, you need to be in charge of American policy moving forward. Everything I think people forget, especially as as we've watched the presidency turn into a king, which it, it you can't argue that it is that anymore. No, and it's been pretty much since 1998. And you right, and you wonder how is it ever going to reestablish itself? It's going to take somebody who is intellectual, aware of what American values and principles are, and moreover. Not an egomaniac? Not an egomaniac. It's also going to take a strong legislature that's actually willing to establish its own power, constitutional power, as opposed to just ceding it to the executive branch. I was, you know, which has been the, that's been the enabling factor throughout this entire thing. As you, you know, uh, at the cigar store, as you know, we don't watch things. We learn. So I don't watch sports. We watch documentaries and we learn things. So I had one on and it was going over the, um, the Eisenhower administration yeah, and all in the ways uh, it, people do not know about this guy, this guy, and you could disagree with certain things and everybody does. Sure. You want to talk about a principled son of a gun mm-hmm. who refused to take advantage of power. He could have abused. And he also pathologically admitted his mistakes. Absolutely. He did. And I mean, it's, look at his, look at his uh, farewell message where he's saying, listen, I've, I've been a part of this, but this is a problem and we need to watch this in the future. And so, we immediately got into the Vietnam issues but you, <laughs> and right. ignored what he said. But you compare the character of, of a guy like that. Yes. You compare the character, and I don't agree with him on everything. Of a, a, a Truman, a, guy of good character as well. On, Truman, how about the principled position of, of a representative republic, and I don't agree with him on much, right. that JFK had? Yeah. I mean, you realize if JFK were running today... He got the broad strokes right. He would be right no pun of Reagan... His economic policy. If he yes. were running today, you yes. remember. He was about lower taxes. He was about individual freedom. He was, was about, about breaking keeping, up the Fed. Yes, breaking up the Federal Reserve. I mean, it is. We have, as a society, when you look back at the character of the people who have held the office, 
and you see what we deal with between what we have and what our choices are. And I'll tell you what, you got to sell your bonds. I don't care what yeah, they price yeah. those son of a. I mean, how does it how does it end when your choices are a a collectivist, corporatist, and a socialist? Where is going to be the good spot? And you realize it's a it it's an old man's game. By the time we see any advancement towards all of those values, we pretend we're getting now. No, we're in our 60s and 70s. Oh, man. At least. I'll tell you what. Speaking of old people, I pay up when I lose a bet, and apparently Ruth Bader Ginsburg is alive. I know. Damn it. I thought it was one of those weekend at Bernie things. And, we'll be and back. And not bionically enhanced, apparently. You sure? You didn't see any strings. I, all n- right. None that I could see. 312 642 listening to the liberty hour with sean thompson get on the line with sean by calling 312-642-5600 so here's good news for the socialists good news she is hanging on you want it like sylvester stallone off the side of a cliff come on that that was only a short part of the movie really cliffhanger yeah what are you talking about i said the whole movie should oh, have been people hanging off cliffs. Anyway, Italian guy who True can the box and climb a mountain. Oh, and Sylvester Stallone is amazing. Don't forget, he took out the Soviets in Afghanistan. There's no question. Don't you ever mess with Sylvester with Richard Stallone. Krenna. You know what he is to my people? He's big. You know, I think they made that whole movie because the people wanted Richard Krenna to actually fire oh, a weapon. Oh, and I forgot to mention when Franco Colombo died. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Franco Colombo died. Strong guy. He was the man. Are you kidding me? He was like mini Arnold. Yeah. Taking him around everywhere. You Actually, think he Arnold's paid like Mini Arnold. Have you ever met Arnold Schwarzenegger? I, I saw have the same him impression with him that I had with, with Dennis I had Miller. Actually, He's a lot shorter than I, I had anticipated. Actually, I had a cousin when growing up, and he was in the bodybuilding when I was a kid. Okay. And we would go around. I actually worked out at Bill Pearl's old Southsiders. Will remember no, no this? Kidding. Bill Pearl had a gym on the South Side. Yeah, yeah. And I drove. I had my Bill Pearl muscle shirt on when I was oh, a kid. Oh no! Lifting. Oh, it was good times, man. I didn't know about the steroids then. I had no idea. They did. Just kept thinking, man, working out awful hard. I can't seem to look like these guys. All right, give me. Let's make. Speaking of steroids, we should get uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg on a little cycle. All right, plug her in. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg says she's doing better after receiving chemotherapy treatment for a pancreatic tumor. She spoke at the National Book Festival in Washington Saturday. This audience can see that I am alive. <laughs> That's awesome. She and you look I am on my way to being very well. Sure, you look great, She says too. this audience can see that I'm alive because yeah. she assumes that it's just being recorded on a wax cylinder no, I for think, the audio I think to be replayed on people. To the Liberty and it was, at a book, it was at a book event, right? So they smelled her and they said, That's definitely a book. Put it in. She, yeah. Da-da-da. She listens to the I'm Liberty Hour. I'm not doing a thing, no. She listens to this show, and I predicted weeks you ago. Lie! Weeks ago that she had passed away. Mm. But I was wrong. I just thought they stuffed her. Oh, and now all she looks she, like... She, maybe every day she dies a little on the inside. Well, she looks like she needed Gene Wilder to hit her with a pointer like in Young Frankenstein when he was slapping the skeleton. Dude, she's starting to look like Gene Wilder did at the end. She's like... Five, or not even. She's got to be like four, four eight. She's itty bitty. Poor thing, and they Although, wheeled her out there. Have you no sympathy, socialists? To be fair, I think if she could stand up straight, she would be taller. That was like my grandma. My grandma started out, you know, five four or something like that. She's yeah. four right, Listen, we'll end. go through your family album later. Yeah, listen to this. you don't need to. So not to be morose, but eventually, 
You know what I mean? But you're going to be anyway. But eventually, we're going to have to deal with the ramifications of life. That's a practical issue. The question is, does it happen before or after this time next year? If it happens next year. If it happens, that yeah, could rally before September of next year. That could rally the comrades. Oof. Yeah, they start getting out and about. Oof. They already had 15,000 show up for Focahontas. Well, Although it's Seattle, 15,000 communists is not a big pull. That's that's just who was in the neighborhood yeah. at that moment. I mean, it's yeah. not like they got jobs there to meandering around like zombies. So if, if it happens before, let's say if it happens next summer, and nobody wishes any anything no. unless you've a leftist who hates David Koch. I'd be shocked if it doesn't Koch. happen, but next Saturday. Yeah, if you're Go a ahead. leftist who hates David yeah. Koch, of course you wish death on people. But mm-hmm. yeah, we hope that she's okay. But, but if it happens that she passes away, yeah. say next summer, Mitch McConnell is going to go straight into approval and 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 hearings and oh yeah yeah and I I'd like you to know see he is. They, they got the they got the uh, Chicago girl the girl the girl uh, the judge from Chicago you know what I'm talking about she was she was um, she's a young girl I, I know who you're talking about I can't she's remember she's a young her name. woman and you want to see something um, I mean if you remember the outrage over the last two nominations by Trump can mm-hmm. you imagine what the third one's going to be like. I mean, they don't even care about who you're voting. I well, want to say, look, does he make the safe move in, in a in a point a uh, no matter how conservative, uh, uh, say a black female? Isn't it disgusting? Because, I mean, but that that's, but isn't it disgusting? We that's have to think like that. Think. Well, you don't have to think like that. Race check. You gender some, check. You could have some courage and and Come just on. go on merit. And and you wonder why 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 it's the end of the world when you see a system that doesn't want the, the, the best. It's like Trumpka. You don't want the best. You don't want to deliver the best product. You just want to check some imaginary social engineering box. Right. And this is how you see the collapse of society. Now, how much would this issue matter if Kennedy had not retired? Right? So if there hadn't been already a slight shift on the court and you had the 5-4 thing going still? I like that. I like the retire. He just looked Ooh. around and said, I, He's like, I think I'm going to be like one of yeah. these old bags. I'm going to go fishing in the creek. But think like- about it now. If you had Ruth Bader Ginsburg. The stakes would be much higher at this point if you did not have the Kennedy retirement and and you didn't have Gorsuch and uh, and uh, what's his face on the think about Kavanaugh a system court right now that is literally a marriage to somebody. What do you mean you keep the job till you die? Well, what the and, hell is that all about? And even more disturbing than that is the idea that they're uh, resurrecting the FDR. I'm going to stack the Supreme Court idea. Pelosi's talked about it. Yeah, you know my rule in politics, right? I got one rule. What, you have one rule? One rule only. Okay. And you know, I like to marry things to philosophy and principles, but it, when you really think back of how much politics this will affect, yeah. I think you'll see my genius in it. If you can't do a jumping jack, you cannot hold any political office or be appointed to any political position. So what right about a there, young John McCain? That's eliminate 50% of the Republicans. What about a I young, mean, uh, 50% of, a uh, young uh, John McCain? John McCain, 1986. Well, he had the broken shoulders. Right. All right, so, so he couldn't do a jumping more. jack. All right, we'll let him do a. He can't do a pull up either. All right, we'll let him do one see? of those dips. One of those dips. He could do a dip. You all right? There's Debatable, but be, okay. But think about it. You, so you you want a PT test for uh, for you know no we're, we're not even we're not even doing PT tests go, effectively in the army anymore. Just go quickly through the list. And no you want Kennedys. To apply one on Capitol Hill. Will you stop talking when I'm talking? No Kennedys. <laughs> no no J B Pritzker. You eliminate a bunch of Democrats with the jumping jack rule. I say we get started on that. Call your people. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. 
right, so you think I'm going to fly in on time? What do you think? There's a big lot going on here. I Yeah, I would say you might get delayed, but you'll definitely get to Florida. So um, I'm going for four days, right? And this is a, you know, I'm, I, I manage a couple properties now down there. Yeah. I got a couple events going on. But I have to tell you, the reason that uh, I'm even bringing it up is that normally it's been, you know, it's, these are people I know for the most part. I'm, I'm the worst real estate guy in the world. I'll tell you why. I don't want to deal with stupid people. I don't want to steal, deal with stupid people. So my clients don't interview me. I interview them. Right. And I, I can't stand morons. So it, it, and this is how I run the cigar store. For anybody who doubts make, what he's saying, I've, I've seen it. I probably would it's make the absolute truth, and he's stupid for it. I but anyway, pro- oh, go ahead. I'd make 10 times the money I know. if I was a liar. There's no question about it. You should but hire I, me to lie for you. But I can't do it. All right? I can't do it. So um, I'm going down, and I got a couple of uh, different guys. But what's what I'm nervous about is I've got people here who are such good people, such good business owners. Yeah. I mostly got seven calls this week. And each one of them, they're terrified, man. And they're terrified because this is the real deal. These are the guys without these nonsense BS municipal pensions. These are the guys who did the right thing their whole life. And they bought their warehouse. They bought their office building, whatever it is. And they're realizing after listening to Lori Lightfoot this week, this is what the speech is going to be throughout the whole state, man. Yeah. There is no stopping this kind of systemic failure and corruption. How about the fools that were hoping that Lori Lightfoot would somehow oh. just completely change the status quo? And and you know, I see it every time. And this is why you, I can't stand Illinois Republicans. What do you mean you don't run anybody against? You don't, they don't run anybody. No. So Rahm Emanuel, I remember during that election, I would listen to these imbeciles. This is when I first started that, like Dan would be like, come on, let's have a cigar and we'll go, you know, one of these events. Right. And you start listening to these pseudo intellectual frauds, most of whom are on the scam anyway. The Republicans with the pot dispensaries and the video game rooms. Scumbags that they are. And they would all say, you know, he's kind of a fiscal conservative. He's really a Republican. Get the hell out of here. Well, how about now, dummies? Where are all you dummies now when you see what he he left it in? Because he was playing golf with Bruce Rauner. And they said the same thing about mini-me, Lori Lightfoot. The same thing. Even though she's got the same jacket on, there's a tip-off. It's going to be the same Same nonsense, only this time she's going to bring it home a little bit. There's going to be some hard choices. And those hard choices, I'll tell you what, those hard choices should be for you to recognize now what's going on and put the stake in the ground. Those hard choices, here's the translation for that. There's going to be hardships, right? Because they're not going to reduce spending. They're not going to reduce fees. They're not going to reduce penalties. They're not going to reduce the onerous regulation. They're not going to reduce stupid rules. They're, they're just going to raise your taxes. First of all, it's as simple as it is. And here's the thing, too, about the casino. Did you listen to this nonsense? Yeah. Who exactly is the dummy out there? Let, and I, I might know a degenerate gambler here or there. I know. Who's few. the dummy? That's going to say, yeah, let me go to that casino because they're telling me they're going to take the profits and pay off the debt. Right. You think you stand a chance in that slaughterhouse? It's well, going to be like a tombstone. If, yeah, I don't know if the odds will be any better, but the, oh. if you're the owner of the casino, if you're a casino developer, right? Come on, you don't think Let's these say, guys are tweaking the machines a little bit? Well, but, but if you're a casino developer, how do you even contemplate putting a business in Chicago? Well, they had they, the, they, 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 It's been explained with math, not not just, you know, <laughs> like the, emotion and, and scare tax. It's been explained it, with all the state and city regulations and, and fines and fees, or not fines, but fees and, and reg, yeah. you know, licensing and all that stuff. You're not going to make any money. Well, they had the one independent developer 
who developed the casinos. And did you see him? Right. He was in. He, he's all around the world. Yeah. He took a look at it. He says, "I passed." There's they no thought, way. They thought he'd want to be an operator. Now I'll take a pass on this because you know what this calls for. Like all their other schemes, they just need a front man. Just some dummy to stick their name on the paperwork. No, when you're looking at Please. something and you you look at the business model of a casino and you think you can't make money, yeah, that's a terrible business environment. I got a new slogan for Illinois. Have you had enough or are you thirsty for more? That's the slogan of Illinois. Stay, I dare you. All right, I'll be back next week because I might. I unfortunately I have to come back here. Can't reason with the old lady, otherwise I'd be gone. All right, we'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. I have to go home. 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 Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.